Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello everyone, I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shikha and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm really grateful that you're listening, subscribing and commenting. I really appreciate the support. And in this one, I wanted to answer a question that a viewer asked recently, Oliver J. And he asked, you know, how do INFJs deal with addictions? Now. I can't particularly speak from my perspective uh, because I've never been addicted to drugs or um, anything that you'd consider you know, bad by society standards, so I've never been addicted to alcohol, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> I used to drink a lot when I was younger, oh my goodness. I would drink to the point I had blackout, but I, never, I was never in a situation where I, was never, that I wasn't able to stop. So when I decided no more alcohol, I just stopped cold turkey and... I didn't. I haven't. I haven't had alcohol in years now. Ten, twelve years. Anyways, um, so no drugs, no alcohol, nothing like that. But I definitely can say that I have been not addicted necessarily to a point where my life was uh, being affected by it. But I was spending inordinate amounts of money on shopping. Um, where I did not actually need to purchase all these items and I had the money for it but I w- it was unnecessary to buy all these p- items and I would not even wear a lot of those things I'd buy them, I'd put them in my closet they'd still have their tags on it and then a year or two later, years later I would dump them into the Salvation Army box or something like that it was such a waste of money not that I think about all of those hundreds of thousands of dollars perhaps not hundreds of thousands but thousands of dollars that I wasted I do feel like, wow, I could have really done a lot more useful things with that, that cash that I had. Um, but then again, as, as soon as I decided, okay, this is getting to be ridiculous, I stopped and then I, I went on to you know, saving money. Uh, but I, I can definitely say that, and, I, and this is something that I've kind of dealt with <laughs> throughout my life, <laughs> is that um, INFJs do have an obsessive personality. Like We have an intense obsessive personality. And 
uh, sometimes this can actually be a detriment because once we get addicted, addicted or obsessed with something that we're really, really excited about, it can get to a point where we kind of forget about the entire universe, about the entire world, we forget about drinking, eating, going to the toilet, um, taking care of ourselves, sleeping, and we just are completely enamored and focused and obsessed by that particular project or idea or whatever it might be. Um, and so I know that what happens with these kind of obsessive personalities in a lot of cases with INFJs, that it can translate to an addiction because we just get so into what we're doing, so obsessed or intensely focused on it that we can kind of get addicted to it. Now, I think the main definition from what I read about addictions, the main definition of an addiction versus an obsession is that an addiction causes you to... Um, causes your life patterns or lifestyle to be disturbed. So basically anything that causes you to have a disturbance in your life in some manner could be termed an addiction. That is, if you're not able to live a lifestyle, a normal lifestyle, if you call it normal, where you're able to go to work and do all those things without disruption, then you're addicted. So for example, a person who drinks socially every so often is drinking socially. But if they're addicted, then they're you know, skipping work to go drink alcohol or they're, they're drinking so much the night before work that it affects their work the next day or they might not show up to work the next day because they're hungover or they're still sleeping off their, their alcohol, um, the, the alcohol that they drank, right? So it, it causes disruptions in your lifestyle. It causes disruptions in your relationships and in everything like that, right? Like everything is... is put out of its normal routine right? and that's what the problem with an addiction is that it's not like oh we're just confused about addictions because it's a health thing yes of course it affects health negatively but also affects relationships negatively it affects a lot of other things negatively as well which is what the problem is in reality right now I, I, I do think that and this is something that I've said to a lot of my friends and sorry I'm sweating so much it's so hot here right now and I don't want to complain about the heat, but because I know a lot of you are in, in really cold countries, but my goodness, I sweat a lot. <laughs> Anyways, so um, what I wanted to say is that what happens with an INFJ is, in a lot of cases, our obsessions will just remain that, obsessions. So, you know, we'll get very, very obsessed with a particular item, but we're able to maintain our daily course of life, despite the obsession. So I have many obsessions, and every INFJ is like that. Many INFJs, almost every INFJ I've met, every INFJ I've met, actually, I should say, <laughs> has a bunch of obsessions, obsessions in that, in that they're just like completely interested in the subject. They read up about it all day long, all night long, and they know a lot more about it. They're amateur like historians or they're amateur mechanics. Like They could become professional if they wanted to because they just know so much about it, but they keep it amateur level because they just they just love doing it just because of the passion of it right now so a lot of our and energy personality kind of gears towards that obsessions yeah of course as you can imagine if an unhealthy INFJ starts becoming obsessive about the wrong kind of things then it can lead to addictions and that's why it's very important and I've said this to you many times before it's very important to be proud of your obsessions and to maintain them and to be okay with having obsessions. It's quite all right if you spend three or four hours a day reading up about um, how people in the 19th century or in the 15th century used to use the toilet, you know, if that's one of your obsessions, like sewage systems of the 
prehistoric times or uh, from uh, the early 10th century or things like that. You know, if that's something that that really interests you, go for it. You know, do not be ashamed of it. Do not be um, saddened by it. Do not be worried by it. It's okay. It's okay to have these addictions because that's how you build your personality and that that's a big part of your personality and it's okay to have that it's absolutely fine it's just that um i'm sure a lot of you have dealt with a situation where you're trying to escape from the world because this is something that we do as INFJs quite often when we're not really comfortable with living in the world because either we don't feel worthy enough of it or we feel like we are a burden on society or we feel like uh the world is just going to hell in a handbasket and why why even bother it is very likely that you will try to or you'll kind of cling to certain addictions or certain addictive substances to get over this big hole that you have in yourself, right? Because you have this emptiness, you know, you're, you're feeling this kind of despair, this kind of sadness, this kind of uh, longing for something more, but you don't have it. And so you have this emptiness inside of you and you try to fill it up with addictions, right? Now, what, what typically INFJs do is we fill it up with obsessions, um, so I, when I do have a bad day, whatever is going on, my, if I had a fight with my family or if, I, um, if my mom said something cruel to me, you know, I'll go and read my manga. That's, how, that's my obsession. You know, I'll read my manga and I'll read for like three or four hours until late at night and then I'll feel better, right? Of course, it's a way of myself, way of numbing myself, but also a way of making myself feel better because it, it's nice to read manga and it's, it's like kind of a distraction from the real world. The problem is that, you know, when you start using um, marijuana as a sort of distraction or unfortunately alcohol or even like more stronger drugs than that for a distraction or things like that are considered okay but are actually quite dangerous if you do too much of it like shopping or gambling or eating too much sugar or carbs or binge eating, right? Uh, Things like that. So there's lots of different things that you can kind of get obsessed with or addicted to. Um, because you're trying to fill that gap in your life, right? And the main priority why INFJs are constantly looking to finding their life purpose is because if we don't find something that fulfills us, we will try all of these other things to fill that gap because we need to find something that fulfills us, right? Like that's, that's one of the reasons why INFJs will spend their entire lifetimes sometimes looking for that thing that fulfills them. Now, what I am realizing as an older INFJ and a wiser one, uh, not so wise, but uh, an older one for sure, that there's many different things that will fulfill you. And I'm realizing this for myself is that I have four or five different beautiful things that fulfill me and make me really happy on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, one day I'll use a manga to make myself feel better and feel fulfilled, you know, reading a manga. On other days, I'll use my writing to make myself feel fulfilled. On other days, I'll use, you know, looking into the investment market to make myself feel fulfilled. On yet another day, I will go around and feed all the stray cats and dogs in my neighborhood um, that look like they're, they're hungry, you know, to make myself feel fulfilled. Things like that, you know, like, I mean, there, there are many different things that make me feel good about myself, make me feel like I have uh, contributed on this planet, that I have given back in a way that I'm not just taking up space, which is a big thing for INFJs. And so when I do this, and I'll constantly be rotating through all of these different things, when I do this, I don't feel like there's a hole inside of me that needs to be filled up with addictive substances. I don't feel like there is like this gap inside of me, that this emptiness that needs to be 
pushed through or ignored or numbed using alcohol, sugar, or shopping, right? I'm not saying that I never use shopping to make myself feel better. Of course I do, but I don't do it to a point where I'm in huge amounts of debts and, uh, and, and, and you know, frustrated because of that. Um, I do, of course, use sugar as well on occasions. I don't eat that much sugar. I'm not a big sugar person. Um, but I do, you know, I do eat a lot of carbs when I'm feeling down about myself. You know, I'll eat a lot of pasta and things like that or ramen. Um, but of course, again, you know, you have to kind of think about the levels and the spectrum of the thing, right? That that's the whole point of it. Some days you will need to numb yourself. Some days you will need to, um, make yourself feel better by doing all these things. But the main priority that all energy should have is to find that life purpose thing, that thing that makes you come alive, that four or five things that make you come alive even, like 10 or 15 things even, whatever it might be. It could be small little things that you kind of drop into the day that makes you feel really good about yourself, you know. Um, I start off my day with meditation because it's one of those things that just kind of really makes me feel content and complete, right. Uh, and then I do yoga in the day and then, you know, I, I eat delicious foods and then, you know, I, I look, go to beautiful cafes in Bali. I'll meet up with friends. I'll do a little bit of writing. I'll do my work, which is also very fulfilling to me. I'll do these videos. I've also started doing TikTok videos, which give me a lot of fulfillment. And so with all of this kind of things added into the day, by the end of the day, I feel very good about myself. I feel like I've had a complete day that I haven't wasted my time on this planet, my precious time. And that makes me feel like, okay, good. I can go to sleep with a content heart and I can get up tomorrow morning and do it all over again, right? So that's something that I really recommend to you. I know it's a very, um, it's, I think it's a preemptive kind of strike rather than after the fact. Um, but I, I really do recommend that you do the preemptive strike, right? Like do not get into this mode where you need to be addicted to items in order to fill that gap. Start figuring out what makes you feel happy and makes you feel that purposefulness inside of you before you get to a point where you need to start using addictive substances to get over that. Um, again, as I said, I've not ever dealt with addic- addictions myself, so I can't be an expert and say, okay, this is how you should deal with it. Um, but I have shared with you my perspective on how I've dealt with it preemptively, if I should say. Because with an obsessive personality like mine, it would be very easy for me to get addicted to things if I wanted to. You know, if I wanted to start drinking a lot of alcohol, it'd be very easy because I get obsessive. And if I like a particular thing, if I found an alcohol that I really liked, I could be like, oh my God, this is great. I'm just going to drink it all the time. Um, Or, you know, if I liked a particular thing like gambling, I never even got into poker, playing poker or blackjack because I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll get addicted to it. So I I should just stay away from this because it's dangerous. Um, a lot of things I do that <laughs> I do that with because I'm just like I have an I have an intense obsessive personality. If I start doing one of these things, I'm not sure if I'll be able to stop. So let's not even start. Um, so this is my perspective on it. I hope it was helpful. I don't know if it was. Let me know what your thoughts are on the subject. I would love to hear from you if you ever dealt with addictions in the past and how you dealt with it. And if you've never dealt with it, why do you think that is? You know, do you think INFJs have an addictive prone personality? Or do we just avoid it because we're just so obsessed with our, all of our passion projects? Uh, again, thank you so much for that question, Oliver. And I shall speak to all of you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 